Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! Hey, my name is Bex and welcome to Bookworms. That is our podcast from Fun Kids where we tell you about the biggest and bestest books around at the moment. Coming up, we've got one of the nominees for the Alligator's Mouth Book Award this year. Plus, we'll be telling you about some pretty amazing books that you should be checking out. But first... It's the big one. We recently spoke to Cressida Cowell. Now, she has the 20th anniversary of How to Train Your Dragon coming up. And because of that, she's written a brand new book called How to Train Your Hogfly. So let's find out a little bit more, shall we? Uh, so I am joined right now by superstar author Cressida Cowell. Hey, Cressida, how are you doing? Really well, thank you. Really, really well. Where in the world do I find you right now? I'm at the Hay Festival, which is a wonderful books festival. I've been talking about books and reading and how reading changes lives this morning. And then tomorrow I'm going to be t- talking about Which Way to Anywhere, which is my new book series. Uh, And I'm also going to be drawing this afternoon a mural, a dragon mural in (laughs) honour of the How to Train Your Dragon 20th anniversary, which I cannot quite believe um, that it's been 20 years since How to Train Your Dragon was published. But yes, that's that. So I'm going to start off this mural and then um, all the kids are going to come along and draw their own scale and add to the dragon. I'm, I'm drawing the outline, I think, of a really big, a really big dragon. And then everybody's going to join in. And that's the idea over, over the next couple of days. Oh, my goodness. You see, I love that, you know, you're maybe no longer the children's laureate, but you are still taking on that mantle. You are doing everything you can to get everybody reading. I yeah. love this. Uh, now, we have to celebrate the 20th anniversary of House Train Your Dragon. Uh this is this is massive. Are you having a cake? Are you having a party? <laughs> On the actual day, yes, we're definitely going to have cake, I think, and a party. And I mean, I've, I've written, in fact, in honour of How to Train Your Dragon, turning 20, I've written the first short story set in that world for about eight years. I think I wrote Fury eight year, years ago. That was the last, the 12th How to Train Dragon book. So I wrote a special um, short story called How to Train Your Hogfly which is about my son's favourite dragon, Hiccup, trying to train this really cute little dragon called Hogfly. And we've got a beautiful new copy of the first book of How to Train Your Dragon with that special story at the end of it. And it's all gold. It's practically, yes, made out of gold. The whole whole thing um, looks beautiful, this beautiful celebratory celebrate me book but it, as it should be beautiful of course because 20 years is a long old time and um so much has happened but first of all i guess tell me this new version tell me a little bit about going back to the original and writing a brand new story for it how to train your hogfly uh that must be quite exciting but was it a bit daunting it was a bit daunting it's all quite moving when you when you stand back and 20 years and and actually uh, hey here a young person now a kind of <laughs> uh, an adult now came up to me with her copy of How to Train Your Dragon, which was 
which was the the you know the first copy, which was just wow. paperback, and and it looked so it was really moving that she said, "Oh, you know, this is what got me into reading this How to Train Your Dragon." When I was in year three, um, How to Train Your Dragon got got me into reading, and I, you know, this this red book that looked very different from the new shiny anniversary edition. Um, and it was in paperback because it wasn't considered to, you know, it couldn't be a hardback. <laughs> it wasn't considered. Nobody thought what I tried to say. Nobody thought that it was going to be a big success. It was, uh, uh, so it wasn't allowed to be in hardback. It was in a paperback. And, and so it was very moving going back to that world. And I think it was also moving because I wrote How to Train Your Dragon when I just had a baby and when you've just had a baby, you know, you start looking back and thinking, oh, my goodness, how am I going to bring up this baby? It could really have been how to train your parent, really. <laughs> so it's all intertwined with me bringing up my children. I was trying to work out what kind of a, a, a parent I was going to be. So Toothless is, is sort of Hiccup's child in a way. And Hiccup has to has to learn how to be a parent by looking after Toothless. So often in the books, when Hiccup is talking to Toothless, it's a bit like me talking to my two-year-old. You know, <laughs> when he's trying to get Toothless to go to bed, it's a bit like me talking to the two-year-old that I had at, at, at the time. So it, it's very moving because, of course, my two-year-old is now 20, 25. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> um, yeah. I know. So, so coming back and... Over the course of the books, over the course of the 12 books and over the movies, you'll notice as well, the books are very much about growing up and the movies are about growing up. And, and in the movies, Hiccup actually grows up, doesn't he? Which is very mm -hmm. unusual in an animation. And the same thing happens in the book. So going back to a world that you've sort of, you laugh and you love the characters, but he's gone in a way, is very moving going back into it because it has grown up my children have grown up it, it doesn't take place at the end I don't want to give away I don't, I don't want to give away what happens at the end but I've set the story in the the middle of the story really when Hiccup's been just being a, a dragon trainer and we don't know yet what his epic quest is going to have to be which is saving the dragons so it was it was lovely to go back to that that time it's a very funny funny story of Hiccup. You know, I love that character. <laughs> I love that character of Hiccup and him trying to train train this very disobedient, um, this Hulkfly who means very well, but um, he's, <laughs> he's just, he's, he's, not, he's not the brightest dragon in the business, this little Hulkfly. <laughs> so, so Hiccup is trying to train him and it, 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 it just was lovely to go back to those characters. And it's such a good way to celebrate the 20 years as well. I mean, I imagine if you wanted to, you could probably write a thousand more stories from different points of view and different times in in your adventures, right? Yes. You know, that, that's what's really... Because I wrote 12 of the books, but kids are always still asking me, are you going to write How to Train with Dragon 13? And I'm, I'm, I would love to do that, I have to say, because they feel like real people to me. And in my head, I know what happens to Hiccup. And I haven't ever told, you know, I know how he grows up and who he gets married to. And I know what happens to Kamikaze and fish legs. And I do know in my head. It's just that I never have time. <laughs> I never have time to do all the things that I want to do. So 
I've never run out of ideas for that world or what wanted to do more in that world, and I will do. It's just that I've got into the rhythms, you know, and I love the rhythm, and, and now I'm writing Rich Way to Anywhere, which is all about alternative worlds and a kid who has the gift of drawing, you know, portals into alter- alternative worlds. And that's really great. <laughs> I've got into that book series as well. So it's more about not having the time to write all the stories that I want to. I wish they'd tell of me. I wish there was an alternative Crescenters. That's what I need. That's what I need, Bex. Alternative Crescenters. Well, I think you can write, write a story about alternative Crescenters. Get another story on the go. Get, get a third series. <laughs> You're going to be in such trouble with my publisher if I start saying that. I mean, it sounds a good one. I will say it. <laughs> alternative Crescenters sounds a really good idea. Okay, if any kid is, is listening out there, why don't you write a story about alternative sequesters? Because <laughs> I haven't got the time. <laughs> you know what, though? I will say uh, we deserve some royalties from it, Cressida, because we've workshopped the idea. <laughs> we'll get some cash, right? <laughs> yeah, you are good. That is... <laughs> Hey, we've got to look out for number one in this game. We've got to, got to make sure we take care of ourselves. Now, now tell me, this, the book, when yes. it came out 20 years ago, did you expect it to be made into a film? Did you expect it to be made into like a live action version as well as coming out soon? Did you think that was possible or were you just, just happy to be out there in the world writing? No. I mean, no. No. I mean... absolutely not no i was just happy to have my book published because you know when i was i mean i loved reading when i was little um and so writers were my heroes so to have a book published was was a really big deal to me i wasn't expecting i was hoping for a few people to read it you know you're always hopeful but i wasn't no and, and actually, I, nobody was. I mean, I don't think my publishers <laughs> left them at the time. That's why they put it in the paperback, wasn't <laughs> You know, because there were other books that were coming out in hardback. So nobody really expected it to be successful. And it was quite a, you know, an unusual book for the time because it had all those illustrations in it. And, you know, Hiccup is quite an unlikely hero, isn't he? It's not really... Yeah, of course, yeah. He's not like the person who's on top of everything he's a bit like how I felt when I was a kid which was I never felt that I was on top of everything and I was often in trouble as a as a kid at school and things and so and I put a lot of that into Hiccup who I just didn't think I was ever going to be able to live up to being like and so I put a lot of that into it yeah, and so I didn't expect the book to be successful at all in the way that it had been. Well, you never know. Some people might have been writing it being like, you know what, eventually one day I can sell the rights to this. But no, clearly you were just like, just having a great time. I was just having a great time and writing about things that I wanted to read about. And I, I always do that. You know, I like with Which Way to Anywhere, I wish I could draw maps of fantasy worlds that actually showed, you know, the X, the which way to that into that world you know so i'm always trying to you know and i wish i had my own dragon and i, I wish i was magic <laughs> like <laughs> i wish i was magic like like the children in which way to anywhere they have these magical gifts and wouldn't that be cool <laughs> you know when i was a kid i always wanted to be magic so i'm always writing about things that i wish were true in real life and i'm 
always having a good time. I'm having a good time if I'm, I'm, I'm either trying to make you laugh or myself laugh or go on an adventure. You know, sometimes I'm trying to scare you or surprise you or surprise myself. So I'm always writing to move you, I suppose, and to make you think, make the kid think. Kids are so smart. Kids are really clever. What makes a hero? You know, um, what's your responsibility? You know, the environment, that's a big theme in in How to Train Your Dragon, the wild, dragons represent the wild, and in Which Way to Anywhere as well, there's a lot of huge environmental, you know, because kids know that, you know, kids are the smartest, mm. you know, they know what the important things are, and, and adults sometimes lose their way, they don't necessarily know what the truly important things are. I love it. So if you're always writing, what are you working on next then? What's your what's your current project? Is it more Which Way to Anywhere? Yes, I'm writing book two of Which Way to Anywhere, which is called Which Way Round the Galaxy. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I should hope we've announced that. Yes, I think we have. <laughs> yes, I think we have. Think we Accidental have. exclusive on some kids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> which Way Round the Galaxy, which is the um, second uh, adventure in the, in the Which Way series. And um, one of the other kids is going to discover what their magical gift is. Because in each book you discover it, you know, it could be anything. It could be invisibility. It could be telekinesis. It could be... What's the one where you, the Doctor Who one, um, what's that one called? Oh. Teleportation, is it? Oh, yeah, okay, right. Yeah, I'm, when I, you kind I of should move. be after. Time travel. That's time travel. Oh, yes, no, Doctor Who is time travel. <laughs> A voice from the back. <laughs> I should, I should, I should know my magical gifts now. Um, yeah, but there's all sorts of magical gifts. That's Which Way Around the Galaxy. That's my new book, which is out in, I've got so many books out at the moment. Honestly, I don't know how you keep up with yourself. You, you, right, you do need more Cressida Cows that have different dimensions. Yes, alternative Cressidas. Oh, my yeah, goodness. I've got a paperback of Which Way to anywhere and now I've got this anniversary edition of How to Train Your Dragon and then yes yeah, September I've got number two in the Which Way series which is Which Way Round the Galaxy I love this series um, it's got a magical baby Bex which I really love writing about what more could you want that's exactly what I wanted in my life <laughs> and, a, and a naughty oh, not, no, he's actually he's just he gets things wrong he's a, a, a little robot called Puck who's always getting things wrong anyway but yes at the moment it's all about how to Train Dragon and the um, <laughs> the anniversary. Honestly, I'm exhausted just listening to all of the things you've got on. So goodness knows how you're going because I'm so impressed at everything that you've been up to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, there is a lot going on. And um, yes, and I wasn't expecting the, um, the live action How to Train Your Dragon. That's going to be very exciting as well, the new film. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you have any input on that? Can you tell them to do things or not do things? Well, yes, but you also want, yeah, but you want it to be their thing. You want it, sure. you want the film, yeah. and the film director is the director of the animated movies. So, oh, cool. Yes, so he he's you know going to want to make it just as wonderful as it can be, and that's coming out in twenty twenty five. So that's very soon, and it's going to be really exciting to see how to train a dragon, a real dragons, Bex, of course. Yeah, there real was, ones. Yeah, Auditioning sure. those real dragons. <laughs> yes, it's going to be interesting to see how they get those real dragons to behave on set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I would love to see some behind the scenes goss of how that gets filmed. Yes. <laughs> well, long may yeah. House Train Your Dragon continue. This is uh, such a great series. I know so many people love it. And congratulations on the 20th anniversary. And yeah, like you thank said, the, you. the new brilliant version is out right now with an extra special story. Um, and yeah, thank you. And congratulations again. Thank you, Bex. Oh my goodness, lovely Cressida Cowell. I adore her. Every time I speak to her, I just think she's wonderful, to be honest. Uh, Speaking of wonderful people, next up is author Paul Westmoreland and illustrator George Ermos. Now, they're going to tell us all about Rudy and the Wolf Cub. It's a book that's been nominated for the Alligator's Mouth Book Award 2023, one of five amazing illustrated children's books on the shortlist. Let's find out a little bit more, shall we? Okay, I'm here right now with the author and illustrator of a brilliant brand new book, Rudy and the Wolf Cub. It's Paul Westmoreland and George Ermus. Uh, hello, guys. How are you doing? Very well. Hello. Amazing. Hello. We've got to get the elephant out of the room immediately. Uh, you have worked on a book together, but you've never met. Is that correct? That is the truth. Yeah, that is the sad truth. Guilty. Yes, that's us. We've not met until now. This has blown my mind. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I can help you. I facilitate you here. Um, so, Paul, tell me, how on earth did you hear about George and his work then? Uh, it all came through the publisher. We had this idea for Rudy and George um, was a perfect fit. You know, his, uh, his you know, styling and drawing of the characters was just absolutely brilliant. We knew it would leap off the shelves when it's in the bookshops. And just, yeah, his imagination and, and things is, is fantastic. Joy to work with him. He's great. Thank you. And George, did you hear the story and you were like, yeah, yeah, that's the one I want to do. I, I have some ideas for this. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I've, I've, I've told my agents that I, I only want to work on specific titles. I want spooky. I want uh, anything Halloween-based, anything mysterious. And this came through and I was like, it just takes every single box. I jumped at it. Oh, it absolutely does. Because I guess we should tell our listeners, uh, we meet Rudy, who is a little werewolf. Uh, Paul, can you tell us a bit about where we meet him and, and how we start the book? Yeah, so Rudy um, is loves he absolutely loves skateboarding and hanging out with his friends at a park called the Skateway. And uh, yeah, we meet Rudy and his two best friends, Edie the Ghost Girl and Femi the Mummy. They literally are just hanging out at the skate park before they start to hear some strange noises and they discover a little wolf cub. And Rudy just thinks he's just absolutely adorable and wants to keep him. And of course, his parents to take one look at the wolf cub and say, you must be joking. <laughs> so they end up in an, uh, an odyssey adventure uh, trying to find a pack for this wolf cub and uh, yeah, having all sorts of fun along the way. And that's the story, yeah. And also, let's face it, the cutest little wolf cub as well. Uh, George, did you have fun drawing this lovely, adorable little creature? I did. I actually did. Uh, I'm not. I'm not usually a big fan of dogs and cats. I find them actually quite hard to draw. <laughs> but with this style, where it's just one color, just one, one color, it it was it was very very uh, very very fun to draw. I really enjoyed it. I like how shaggy he is as well. And then, do do you find it weird to draw something that is in somebody else's head? Like you've got this story from Paul, and it's it's just something you have to translate to the page on his behalf. I find it so much easier. So much oh. easier. But uh, there's also a, there's a lot of pressure to to get it get it right. I, I want to make sure it looks how everybody else imagines Rudy. Yeah, well, of course, you've got to make sure that like it's what Paul wanted, but it's also like you you like it as well, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. That, that's exactly. I want to make sure everybody's happy with it, including myself, so I can continue working on it with you know joy. And Paul, tell me in the book we there is a there's a quicksand situation. I'm not spoiling anything here, but um, how did you decide to put your character in quicksand? <laughs> Um, it, it's one of those things you just start with a bit of a list of things and go right okay what's the most interesting or perilous thing you can do and they needed to kind of have situations where either 
Rudy saves Wolfie or even Wolfie saves Rudy. And quicksand seemed to be a really suitable way of, of helping us give Wolfie an opportunity to save Rudy. So that's, uh, yeah, so quicksand was a perfect fit and that's where it came from. There's also a skeleton's leg bone that comes into play at some point. So yeah, it's, uh, it just gave us a, a really fun opportunity to, uh, to explore the story. Yeah, you do manage to make quicksand quite fun because I used to be terrified of quicksand as a kid. And I've, I mean, I've never been near it, but for yeah. some reason I was so nervous about it. George, tell us, what was your favourite character to draw? Do you have a particular favourite in the series? Oh, I definitely do. My favourite character is... Right, this, all right, we'll go for the one. It has to be Rudy. It has to be my favourite. Okay, sure. And then I would say... Oh, man, right. I really like the skeleton. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it's a skeleton. I really, really enjoy the skeleton. I liked it because <laughs> I had a lot of room to contrast the white bones with the dark background, and he really stood out. I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a bit, and also a bit different to drawing a skeleton to drawing like, I guess, a more like mummies and animals and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, because they they don't have pupils. It's just like big black eyes that you can just, they're really expressive. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. That's quite cool. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, you slap them down when he's angry, you make them wide when he's happy. I really enjoyed it. I wish there was more skeleton. Okay, well, uh, that's that's a note for the next book, Paul. More skeleton, is that possible? Absolutely, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll definitely keep that in mind. <laughs> See, this is the kind of stuff you wouldn't get over emails. This is the thing you need, just meeting in person. Yeah. Now, what I do with every author and illustrator at Fun Kids is I have a kind of quick fire round of questions. Um, so I'll do that with you now. And obviously, normally there's just one person, but we're going we're gonna to do both you guys. So we're going to go, Paul first, books or Kindles? Oh, books, definitely. And George? Books, 100%. Yeah, everyone says it. Uh, Paul, heroes or villains? Ooh, um... I'm going to say heroes. I think, yeah, I think I kind of prefer heroes. I know villains are rich, but yeah, heroes are great. <laughs> George, how about you? I'm going to go for villains. I'll, I'll, I'll take a complex villain. That sounds very nice to me. Okay, interesting. Um, George, film adaptation or TV adaptation? Um, film, always. And Paul? Uh, yeah, I'd say film as well. It's just grander, isn't it? Yeah. That's fair. That's fair enough. Um, George, mummies or ghosts? Ghosts. That was the quickest answer. Uh, Paul, how about you? <laughs> I'm going to say ghosts as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with ghosts. Okay. By the way, that is a question I've just asked you. I don't ask every author that, by the way. I should probably point that out. <laughs> um, Paul, beginnings or endings? Uh, beginnings. You've got to get the beginning right or there's, uh, yeah, you've got to get the beginning right to hook people. Ooh, and George? Endings. It's got to be a, dr- a dramatic ending. This is why you work well together. Um, Paul, yeah. writing or reading? Oh, writing. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favourite things. And George? Um, reading. 100%. I- I can't write, so. <laughs> um, George, Hogwarts or Narnia? Narnia. And Paul? I think I choose Hogwarts. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, George, do you work on your laptop or do you draw and write everything first by hand? Laptop, everything laptop. I'm, uh, I'm naughty. Oh, wow. Uh, how about you, Paul? Uh, I write everything by hand, actually. I do all my notes in by hand and then uh, work them up on the computer. So, yeah, I do a lot of preparation before I start writing. Okay, uh, Paul, skateboard or BMX? Skateboard. George? Skateboard. Okay, okay, we've, we've got one the same, lovely. Yeah. Paul, do you write nine to five or whenever you fancy? Oh, nine to five, yeah. I'd work around the clock if I could, but yeah, I'd work, I'd work nine to five to fit in my family. Okay, and George? Um, de- depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one is, is quite important. George, Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? Oh, Winnie the Pooh. And Paul? Oh, that's really hard because I'm yeah I love Winnie the Pooh as a child, but Paddington's grown on me with the like the last few movies. So 
I think probably Paddington now. Yeah. Okay. Now the the next question, the last question I've got for you is the most important of all of them. So do think carefully about this because this is the one I care about the most and I will judge you for your answers. So no pressure. So uh, Paul, you can go first. I'm not going to reveal which one I think is the correct answer. Uh, Paul, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? I think cheese and onion. Yeah, that would be my choice. Okay. And George? Salt vinegar. That is the correct answer. Salt and vinegar. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I never thought cheese and onion could be a wrong answer. Okay. Unfortunately, in, in my world and in this specific quiz. Okay. <laughs> and when you're on the train, it's always, always, always the wrong answer. 100%. But you know what, Paul? I like your book so much. It's fine. I'll let you off. You know, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> I was tempted to just cut off the interview there and then, but I thought better of it. Okay. Um, that's, that's the big one. That's the one I can, you could say anything for the rest of the answers, to be honest, but the first <laughs> question is the big one. Um, so we should say thank you so much, guys, for chatting to us all about Rudy in the World Cup. And also congratulations on the nomination for the Alligators Math Award. How did that feel, Paul? Uh, that was fantastic. Yeah, I was um, I was knocked out to get on the long list, to be honest. So to have made the short list for that and be in the running is, is just brilliant. So yeah, um, I, yeah, I couldn't be happier. And do we know when it's going to be announced, the winner? I think it's in July sometime, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, there'll be an, a, a, an occasion uh, that will happen for that day. And, uh, yeah, I'll be there. So, yeah, um, as soon as I know when it is, I'll put it in the diary. All right, well, best of luck. And, uh, yeah, get, get the glad rags on for it. Um, thank you so much for chatting to us, guys. No worries. It's been an absolute pleasure. No worries. Thank you. Yeah, that's been great. Can you believe they met for the first time via this podcast? We are making magic happen on Bookworms, I'll tell you that. Uh, Right, just before I let you go, I should tell you there is a brilliant brand new book you might love. If you love Robin Hood, well, this is Robert Muchmore's series telling you about a fresh side of Robin Hood uh, following his adventures in modern-day Nottingham. So the latest book, Bandits, Dirt Bikes and Trash, is an action-packed read. Guy Gisborne is in the running for Sheriff of Nottingham and Robin will do whatever it takes to stop this from happening. I have to say, I do love Robin Hood. I've got a soft spot for all things Robin Hood related, so I definitely want to check this book out. And if you do as well, that is Robert Muchmore's Robin Hood series. That's pretty much it for today's Bookworms. Remember, if you've enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends, read a book, tell me what book you've been reading. Go to funkidslive.com and drop me a line, and I'll see you super duper soon. Bye. Hello, everyone. I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading!